Yo, yo, yo. This is Swift Epics, aka Gary A. Swaby. And I'm joined by Rams. Ramsey. What's up, man? Hey, man. It is Rams, working with you and Epic Network. It's our first ever podcast. Finally. Yeah, man. So, you know, basically, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, a little bit about hip hop and entertainment and movies, you know, all kinds of stuff. But basically, the topics you see posted on the epicnetwork.com, you know, we're just going to, like, every week, we're going to go through the hottest topics, you know, and just let you guys know how we feel about it. And we want you guys to get involved as well. So, um, you know, don't forget to leave your comments on all the articles and, you know, on the podcast too. We want to know what you guys think. We want you guys to help us improve. Yeah, just the two of us is kind of repetitive, boring. Not boring. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we want you guys to get involved, man. Like, we feel pretty lonely on the site by ourselves. Love. <laughs> I know you guys are reading the topics, man. I know because I see the stats, man. I know... There's hundreds of you visiting the site every day, but we never hear from you. So stop being so shy, and you know, let us know what you. Not being big-headed or anything, but since that, since I did join, you know, we had a lot more viewers. Again, not being big-headed, and I know there are a lot of people on my part as well that are watching or viewing the articles or whatever. And I guess that's why we're doing this podcast, really, isn't it? Just to finally get involved more with the whole media entertainment and uh just to enjoy really just provide what we can our views maybe your views as well that people can share with us and um just in general enjoy the website yeah exactly you know and and rams was one of the biggest assets of (laughs) epicnetwork.com you know i'm glad he got on board um i kind of caught him off guard when i asked him to write for the epic network he must have been you know like thinking wow what the hell (laughs) But you know, it's it's worked out very well, and I'm glad to have him. Because I, I didn't think I didn't think you were doing much with the Epic Network, to be honest. I thought you had your people already writing stuff, and then I asked if I could just join Coalition, and you were just like, "Yeah, just join through Facebook, like you know, just to comment on articles and whatever." But I, I didn't know you actually wanted to be a writer for the Coalition. I mean, I'm not really. I, I, <laughs> at first, I thought it'd be a cool idea if I did want to and stuff, but then I thought. Nah, I think these guys will just will just kind of like exclude me out slowly. <laughs> I'll just be in the shadow. I'd, it'd seem like I'm trying too hard or whatever. But um, nah, it's cool. I could. I, I only just wanted to uh, comment and stuff like that. But the Epic Network's good enough for me as it is. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, just you know, obviously you've seen me designing the T-shirts and stuff, the T-shirt ideas, and you know we're getting to events and stuff as well, which hopefully will. Uh, you know, have footages up whatever which will be cool it should all be good in general yeah and speaking of the t-shirts you know we, we're going to get some designs printed very soon uh, you guys are going to be able to you know buy some as well are they you know, if you want them so hopefully you guys like them and um as far as the coalition you know i mean if you're part of epic net you're part of the coalition anyway you know like we're, we're just one big family so shouts to the coalition as well but this is the epic network podcast so without further ado let's get this thing started um the first topic we want to discuss is rap beef uh so basically you know uh there's been 
there's been a lot of beefs over the past couple of weeks, you know, with the whole Nicki Minaj and Lil Kim and 50 Cent and Diddy. But uh, we we wanted to ask the question: Are hip hop fans interested in these beefs these days? Because I mean, to me, it seems like hip hop has taken like a big change, is it like a big shift uh, over the past two years, and yeah. it's like it's it's gotten a lot softer now. Like it's it's not as hardcore or as gangster as it was a couple years back or whatever. So. I think, you know, guys like 50 Cent, you know, that he's starting to be very overlooked these days. I think 50 Cent is the only one trying to start beef now or anything. <laughs> I mean, that that's what I was finding interesting. Like, is anyone actually taking the whole beef story any serious now? Like, Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim was one of the recent ones. And it was only just Lil' Kim just going at it constantly. Video after video, we posted up the articles ourselves as well, just following up on... What the hell is going on? Why, like, how's Nicki Minaj gonna respond? She did fuck all. <laughs> she just, yeah. she did fuck all. Won an award. Maybe inserted a little uh, insult there, but you know, she didn't do anything. And um, I'm, it's just confusing. Do fans feel the same way? Would they like? Uh, aren't they interested anymore in beef? Do they just want to see peace and love in hip hop? Because at first, and you know, back in like nineties, eighties, whatever, hip hop was just all about grudge wars and everything. You know, everyone just hated everyone, and that's how they made their songs, and that's how they made their tunes. That's how they got number one. That's how they got rich by beef. It's like it. Well, it's like it's kind of like the battle, the whole battle element, because you know, rap battles and battles are part of hip hop initially, but you know, um, when you're on a mainstream level. You know, and and you gotta be a sellout. someone, like you know, if the whole world sees it as beef as as a big deal, when it's really just you know two personalities just sparring with each other. You know, it's it's nothing serious. If these guys met up, they they would hardly try and murder each other. You know, like that. I think we're pretty much past that stage. You know, maybe in the nineties that would happen, but yeah. these days, you know, that that would never happen. So. It's all for, you know, entertainment and show now, so... But do you want to see, like, a lot more beef happening? Do you want to see, like, 50 Cent just going at P. Diddy constantly right now? Because he's just, he's just taking the piss out of him, really. It's quite yeah. like, with the whole petition as well. That's just... <laughs> um, I, I don't know what to say about that one, because, like... I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know what to say about that one, because Diddy is just... He's a dick, really. Yeah, and I don't even care about Diddy like that. <laughs> I don't think it's whatever. I mean, Fifty, you know, he's just, you know, he's doing it for fun and entertainment. You know, when he disses him at the concert and everything, and um, it's oh, mostly yeah. just, you know, when Fifty Cent does an interview and the interviewer asks him about certain people, he's gonna tell the truth. And yeah, he, he tells the truth. He's, he's quite blunt with it. He just tells it like it is. And yeah, exactly. That's just what makes it funny, but it's also a fact as well. So, in a way, his beef isn't kind of like, you know, I'm going to murder you, I'm going to shoot you. But his beef is just the fact that he just hates seeing other people perform the way they do, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I think the only real beef that 50 Cent has had that's on some, oh, I hate, I really, really hate this guy type of vibe. I think the only one is the whole Ja Rule thing, because yeah. that was like a street beef, you know, back when he was drug dealing and stuff. And that was a very, very real. Oh, and then with the whole murder ink and he even involved Eminem into it as well. And then he yeah. put out the whole Haley name there. 
and Eminem flipped, and it's all explained in like Toy Soldiers, really, isn't it? Yeah. Explain that. But I think with Diddy, I, I don't know. He he is a dick. He's just um, how can people like him? <laughs> he's he's absolutely shit. Oh. Like, I think I'm... he's just afraid of being old. I think he's afraid of death. Like <laughs> he's hanging on to Rick Ross and Nicki Minaj. Who yeah, are exactly. equivalent to Notorious B.I.G. Apparently, apparently the equivalent to Notorious B.I.G. When really Rick Ross is just another fat guy, you know, making <laughs> and Nicki Minaj being Lil Kim. I, I think he's just afraid of dying. <laughs> I think he's just hanging on to all these new artists, and he's in his head. He's just saying, "Yes, yes, you're this, you're that." Yeah, I'm the- I mean, it, yeah, it is a little bit of that because you know he wants to remain relevant. <laughs> Wants to stay relevant and stuff, but a, a lot of it is just money as well. Like he, he's just he knows how to make money. He knows how to milk something, and you know he's he's been milking the whole Biggie and Lil Kim thing forever. Like, yeah, it's, this is just his way of continuing it. I mean, is it harsh to say that if Biggie, if it wasn't for Biggie, Diddy would be wouldn't be anything? Or I mean, is that? Yeah, I mean, as far as that a fact, he he would have still been successful, but Biggie is really the 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 person who you know like made Diddy this superstar. You know, yeah. he he would have still been a successful executive producer or whatever. But you know, if he didn't have Biggie, he wouldn't he wouldn't be the superstar that he is now. The guy he can't he can't run um, careers though. I mean, he he's a shit boss. I, I ruins mean, careers. Huh? He ruins careers. He ruins careers. He can't <laughs> them for shit. Yeah. I mean, do you remember Dream? Yeah. <laughs> that girl group. That the first ever female girl group that was signed to Bad Boy Records, or something like that. They had like one song, <laughs> in in the UK that performed, and then they went on a tour. And I don't think they came back from that tour. I think one <laughs> of them got kidnapped. I don't know <laughs> what happened since. No one's ever heard of them that much. I guess only me and you for now. And then there's obviously Danity Kane. He milked that um, making the band shit. That was just uh, irritating me like crazy. First the hip-hop one. Uh, when he was like all about get me my cheesecake you're gonna walk down this place <laughs> and get me my cheesecake walk to Brooklyn for cheesecake yeah I mean he did that in both the seasons he did the exact same method and what is the moral of that <laughs> what is the moral of walking down that I, I just don't get him he's an idiot it's not anything business or anything it's him taking the piss trying to be this whole rap mogul thing when really you're you're gonna die, Diddy. <laughs> Just face the facts. You will be dead soon enough. Like many of us will stop hanging on to these like young artists and ruining careers yourselves anyway. Just look at um, just look at the locks, aka D Block. You know, Jada Kiss, Styles P, Sheik Luch. Um, Diddy had their publishing, like he owned their publishing for years. So for right. years he was making money off of. Off of all their hard work Like whenever they put out an album You know, whichever label they was with at the time He would get a percentage of that Just because he owned their publishing And they had to literally Like beg him and shout at him Over the the radio You know, when when Diddy was on the radio show They had to literally shout at him 
you know, before he even considered giving them back their publishing. Damn. So that's the kind. Just quite sneaky in a sense, really. Yeah. I mean, I don't know now because the artists that I know that are young that are coming up, apparently, and you know, about to make the mark that that are with Bad Boy Entertainment under P Diddy's wing are Janelle Monet, Janelle Monet, mm-hmm. yeah, and Red Cafe. I've never heard of Red Cafe, but I've really liked Janelle Monet. But she's more the type that you know she can. Do songs about Big Boy. She already did with on her album, uh, Lupe Fiasco, Bob. She's that kind of style, but she, she's got a unique style to her, basically. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I wouldn't like to see P Diddy just uh, knock down her career, to say. Because now what P Diddy's focused on um, the Dream Team. Wow. <laughs> exactly. And and with regards to Red Cafe, um, you know, I'm 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 kind of a fan of his music. I listen to a lot of his work with Fabulous and Street Fam. And I, I think he's with the wrong label. Like he needs to really get away from that Diddy situation because Diddy isn't gonna do anything for him. Well, Red Cafe is a part of the dream team. <laughs> who gives him the choices to like say the names, you know? Who gives him like the rights to make up all these names? I mean, he called it the Supreme Team first, but then they were going to get sued because something else yeah. was licensed with Supreme Team. So then he calls it the Dream Team. What's the fucking dream about the team that he's got? It's Diddy, Buster Rhymes, DJ Khaled, Red Cafe, and um, some other guy. Ooh, what's my dream? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, well... Oh. Keep kicking. Oh, I'm going for right <laughs> yeah, 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 you better answer that. But yeah, while he's on the phone, um, you know, I just wanted to say that that's another reason why Fifty is kind of beefing with him, because you know he's got um he's met, he's working with DJ Khaled, and you know the the group was gonna be called Supreme Team, and you know Supreme, you know that that kind of relates to Fifty's past because he like he had real street beef with with the guy called Supreme McGriff, you know who was. He was a drug dealer in Queens, you know. Uh, if you, if you watched Fifty Cent's movie or read his book, then you know who Supreme is. So I guess he thought that was kind of fishy that they would call the team Supreme Team, and you know Fifty's got beef with DJ Khaled, so you know he probably thought he was behind that too. You know? Why has he got beef with um, Khaled? Uh, that kind of that stems from the Fat Joe beef. Oh, the Fat Joe. Because Fat Joe and DJ Khaled are very close. Uh, that that's also why he's got beef with Rick Ross as well because Rick <laughs> Ross was hanging with Fat Joe and DJ Khaled. Basically, Fifty Cent just hates fat people. <laughs> he just hates overweighted people that rap, or in general, he just hates fat people. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. That's why he lost all that weight. <laughs> that's why he, lost all that weight. he was like, "I'm gonna play a character who's not fat." <laughs> Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you can get cancer by gaining weight. Oh dear. I don't know. Um, what was I saying though? The whole dream team. Yeah, Red Cafe is a part of that group. And uh, so who knows? Red Cafe might be doing alright, I guess, in that sense, if Diddy works it out right. But other than that, he's just dropped career after career. And it's just, um, he ain't good management, really. He's got maybe a good business mind. Yeah, fair enough. He's made money and whatnot. But. 
anyone can do what he done, like in the sense of how they made money, you know? Because uh, he makes it out a lot like he grew up and he did it himself. When, again, bringing it back to Biggie, like Notorious B.I.G., I feel like if it wasn't for him, Diddy wouldn't be anywhere, really. So, I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know, what would you say? Uh, I would I would agree with that, you know, as far as the whole Diddy thing. You know, Biggie, if it wasn't for Biggie and Lil' Kim, and, you know, I mean, Mace was big, but, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't huge like Biggie was. But, yeah, if it wasn't for those guys, then he wouldn't be the superstar that he is now. And it's like, you know, his whole, Diddy's whole career since then has been about milking that whole thing, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I made Biggie or whatever. You know, he even came out with a film. You know, he he just continues to to milk Biggie's legacy, and you know that's why he's the superstar that he is now. So, is that film any good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's just <good. laughs> um, I think there are there there are parts in the movie that's kind of exaggerated a little bit, but. You know, it's it's still good. Fair enough. I need to watch it. I need to check it out still. Um, weirdly enough, didn't Diddy try and get um, Fifty Cent to be a writer or something? Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> and then it didn't happen because Fifty Cent pulled out a gun, yeah, like put it on the table or something. And yeah, this is what happened. Um, basically, earlier early on in Fifty's career, before he was signed and stuff, when he was trying to get a deal. He was actually ghostwriting for Diddy because you know Diddy doesn't actually write his rhymes. <laughs> well, what's his? <laughs> so like Fifty would be like, he's like, hello. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Fifty was you know he was ghostwriting for Diddy and stuff, and uh, while they was in a meeting or whatever, you know this was shortly after Fifty Cent got shot, so he was he was going everywhere with a gun and a bulletproof vest. Yeah. I guess someone someone like ran into the room or something and you know 50 got a bit shook so he drawed out his gun and you know <laughs> after that happened did he didn't really want to be around him anymore because he thought he was dangerous so that's what well, considering Diddy's like last charges as well with the guns and everything like that <laughs> yeah. it, it's more something that he doesn't really need at the moment I suppose yeah but all in all I don't know rap beef I don't think a lot of people are just interested now anymore. Like the whole genre is kind of changing in a sense. Yeah, hip-hop it's gone. Like hip hop has gone really soft now. Like the whole gangster thing isn't isn't really working out anymore. Like it's all about the Drakes and the Nicki Minajes and you know the um the conscious rap as well. I'm not really into the whole gangster rap either or anything like that. Some tunes can be cool and everything. Again, I, I don't mind Fifty Cent at times, and um, I I used to like the game. But now he's just, he's just dumb. Me, I don't, know. Me, I, I don't really, I don't really see it as gangster rap per se. I, I see it as you know, like these guys came up through the struggle. You know, like they, they it's easy to get tempted by the streets when you're in that environment. Yeah. Uh, so they're just, they're just speaking for those people who got you know caught up in yeah, the struggle. Yeah. But enough. you know, um, the mainstream will class it as gangster rap. So. Fair enough, yeah, I get what you mean. But, I mean, the stuff like Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, that whole weird, um, the fusion that they're trying to put in with this whole crazy cartoon, uh, 
I don't, I don't, well, I want to say punk. I don't, I don't know what type of genre I want to say, but they're kind of adding this weird element. Yeah. Where it's kind of like trying to be a geek in hip hop. Yeah, exactly. It, it's their way. That uh, I don't know. It just doesn't work, <laughs> basically. I mean, put a link of Lil Wayne featuring Nicki Minaj knockout, and yeah, you'll <laughs> you'll know. What I mean, it's it's just a weird transfusion that's going on with hip hop right now, and um, there's no one that's speaking real anymore. I don't think it's kind of annoying in that sense. Like, you know, where's the Mustafs? Where's the Talib Kwalis? Where's the Commons? Not the Universal Mind Control Commons, but like the B album and Resurrection and all that stuff you know there's not really a lot of decent hip-hop and i think everyone in the mainstream wise who doesn't really listen to the lyrics or just bop their heads to like the chorus that the only thing they can remember yeah um they just don't care if if anyone had beef with them they would instantly support the mainstream guys because that's all they fucking know they don't know the other guy that's giving them beef you know yeah. uh, I get, in a sense, 50 Cent and Diddy's a bit different because everyone knows who they both are. But whether they know just how much of an idiot Diddy is, it's for them to decide, really. Yeah. So yeah. you guys, um, you guys who are listening, you know, let us know your thoughts on that as well. But um, we're moving on to another topic right now. So I'm gonna ask Rams to let me know because you know I know he's been keeping up to date on this. <laughs> so this Lupe Fiasco versus prolific. Twib. Yeah. Like, what, what's that about? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know the whole story about Prolific and Lupe Fiasco, why they actually hate each other, but these two former friends, uh, former pro- Prolific was the former producer of Lupe Fiasco in the Food and Liquor album. Something went sour between them two, and um, since then, they didn't work together at all. Uh, Prolific wasn't anywhere near the Cool album, which came out afterwards. But um, if anyone knows about the situation with Lupe Fiasco, it's the whole Lasers album's been delayed for pretty much now a year and a half or something like that. And, uh, or just a year, I don't know. And um, now there's a petition even to release the album. And as soon as that petition came out, Prolific just rampaged on... um, Twitter, he just went on a rampage saying saying mainly that Lupe Fiasco shouldn't be the type of artist to release a petition for because Lupe Fiasco should have already been at that status where he owns hip-hop. He is like the man of hip-hop. Um, some of the things he said were like uh, Lupe Fiasco really be on some scared or failure as shit. He is his own worst enemy and he's fucking up royally. I mean, where to begin? He does such a talented... How does such a talented individual like Lupe Fiasco become such an utter disappointment and it's his own doing? And he goes on saying stuff about how he penalises fans um, with that by not releasing a mixtape because of leaks happening. Which, yeah. (laughs) Um, He goes on saying that. He goes on comparing Lupe Fiasco to Drake, Gucci Mane, and Lil Wayne, the three worst peoples you want to compare Lupe Fiasco to, mind you. Uh, he's saying, uh, you know, Lupe Fiasco doesn't have a hit. 
he doesn't have he doesn't have a hit on the Lasers album, which is why Atlantic Records are not even promoting that album whatsoever. And yeah, he just went on this rampage of Twitter messages, which lasted for about an hour and a bit. And then um, two days later, Lupe Fiasco replies back on his Twitter, basically becoming a Twitter war tweets craziness. <clears throat> and he's saying stuff like pro my man you're not my manager fall back take all that advice and further your career with it you put yourself on the outside so don't be salty now that you're being treated like an outsider my career is mine and i'll proceed with it how i wish you're ignorant to my situation and why we move how we do oh well, that makes sense speak what you know so he's just saying fuck pro that prolific dude sounds kind of bitter like to be honest to be honest he is bitter because when prolific responded <clears throat> to what Lupe fiasco said after that he goes um this ain't about me and you you're right i did place myself on the outside that was my decision and mine alone with that being said how can i be salty for my own decisions not once did i place myself in anything i said i'm just a fan so for now, he's like talking as if he's a fan, saying, you know, a fan knows more than the average fan knows. It, they're, they're basically having this really cryptic <laughs> um, war between each other with Twitter. Feed, you know? uh, it's really weird. But then the one thing that just kind of um, went a bit off is when he added Lupe Fiasco's girlfriend into it. He goes, um, I'm trying to find the message. He's saying something like, the, your girl, oh yeah, here we go. And let's not forget, your own girl even told you to your face, the same way they know me for you. People know who you are because of me. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> saying that, adding his girlfriend into the situation is a bit, that's got to be some little, uh, you know, he's a bit, um, what's a bit the personal. Thing? Yeah, he's making it personal. He's a bit um, angry more than just about the album being needed for a petition or whatever he's just adding his own personal vendetta onto uh, Lupe Fiasco yeah, so I mean, this war basically going on between them this is something like beef between <laughs> two rappers or one producer and one rapper um, but then after a while <laughs> they forgive each other they've forgiven each other apparently Wow. Prolific says, had a long talk with Lupe Fiasco, squashed old and current issues, had a few laughs, we good over here, I support him. And uh, Lupe Fiasco just replied, and vice versa. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, well, I mean, my thoughts on this whole thing, you know, I think Prolific was just bitter about something. Like, I think he was about something much more than music. But um, at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm speaking for, you know, my friend h-town shouts to h-town from the coalition.com you know he's a lupe fan and you know he was kind of getting mad at lupe for not releasing any music and stuff like that so i guess you know prolific was you know trying to speak for the fans a little bit but at the same time he was bitter about something else so the thing about what prolific was saying some stuff that prolific said were on point he was actually right about a lot of things i mean to penalize your fans because of album leaks or anything like that it's it's just pathetic really you need to get with the times of the fact that albums are gonna get leaked you can't be like prissy and whiny about it all the time 
I mean, you're going to have to just deal with it. At the end of the day, you still make money. People, faithful fans, or people that just heard the album leak and heard a few things but want to get the full album, they will still buy it at the end of the day. You can't expect the rapper to always be, you know, a platinum, a multi-platinum, you know, single artist or an album artist. It's just not going to happen now unless you've got crazy fans like um, Lady Gaga. Oh, the phone's <laughs> ringing again. Oh, phone call. <laughs> gonna have to keep up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really don't know what to say. I mean, as far as Lupe, you know, I, I listen to him. I like his music. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, how lasers will turn out. Um, so I'm definitely gonna look out for that. I mean, Lupe Fiasco, he's like. He is my favorite rapper of all time. He's the guy that got me into hip hop uh, after like Mustaf and Talib Kweli. Because I mean, I'd listen to Mustaf, Talib. I l- listened to Black Star album, and I was like, there isn't gonna be a lot of people that talk from the conscious that are gonna be great with words. And then about a month later, Lupe Fiasco came out, and I was like, oh, who's this? So he was amazing to me and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. It's weird to say because when Lupe Fiasco responded, he was like saying, "Look at all these fans; they're um, making a petition for me. I know what I'm doing with my music career. It's my career. I will do what I do, and I know I've got faithful fans." But it took how long to make that petition? You know, I mean, it was made because people were given an idea that it could be released at certain months. You know, people were guessing already. Lupe Fiasco didn't even mention anything. I don't think. I mean, I'm not on his Twitter or anything like that. But he didn't mention no news about what the situation is with lasers. He just said, "Oh, it's happening." You know, yeah, that, that just goes to show that he's got a real loyal fan base. And you know, like uh, I think I need to listen to some more Lupe. I mean, I listened to him before and I was impressed, but I just haven't had the chance to listen to food. Food and liquor is like one of the best albums I've ever, I've ever heard it's such a flipping classic I mean it's by himself I mean he's got a few collabs there but they don't really do much on that album um, it's it's a really really good album that one when it came out and it's still to this day like you can listen to it over and over again all the tracks on there are really on point on really a lot of hits on that album Lasers, it has hits. It's got I'm Beaming, which is a good track. Uh, Shining Down is so far the best track I've heard um, on that album. If it, yeah, no, it is going to be on that album because there's rumors it might not be. It might. But um, I don't know. I think, because he mentioned as well, he had the interview with uh, MTV saying uh, the situation going, I don't think the labels label cares about an album I don't think they care people just want their number one record they don't care about the rest of the album I was talking to an engineer the other day and he said these people don't even care about mixing an album no more they just want the first three songs three singles they get them one two three don't care what's on the rest of the album I know this for sure I've seen it you can't blame them because of the attention span the game and the attention span of music how fast things are going you only got them one two three shots I'm no fool I'm looking at it like yeah you're right so I mean he's totally speaking the truth there in that sense like Lil Wayne people to this day can only remember his song Lollipop 
they were only fucking yeah that. i mean i i personally remember when um back in the day when when Lil Wayne used to spit some good stuff, like he used to have some good music, but then you know he sold out, went mainstream, and that's when he really blew up. So mm. it just goes to show, you know, what the mainstream audience is like. And it's the record labels at the end of the day as well. They are kind of yeah fucked up in the head, like For them too. Did you hear about the situation of Big Boy? Like his situation of his um, album. Is it Sir Luscious Left Foot or Bigfoot? Oh yeah. That what record was he on? Jive or Live? I can't remember. Uh, I I actually can't remember myself. I'm yeah, to look the record label that he's with, Outcast and stuff like that. Yeah. They literally said to him apparently that they want his album to sound more like Lil Wayne, and Big Boy just went, "What? Are you kidding me? I'm no way I'm going to do that." <laughs> and then apparently the, the label album went, um, "Either you do that or you're not with us." And Big Boy went, alright. And he just left straight away to L.A. Reed, the the awesomest guy you'd know in the music business. And he instantly made his album happen. Like, got it mastered, released it through Def Jam. And um, apparently it's got really good reviews. It's one album that I want to check out, definitely, if anyone else... Yeah, I mean, that, that's record labels for you, you know. they. I mean, at the end of the day, they're a business, you know, and they want to make money. And they see this guy Lil Wayne making this whack music, but you know, getting like raking in tons of cash for it. You know, they want someone to do that as well. You know, so that's that's the way they think. It is unfortunately the music world. Record labels aren't aren't really loyal. No, they are not. (laughs) They're just. It's just sad, like seeing music turn that way. You know, seeing music being controlled by people backstage you know yeah, that's, that's why I this way to act this way and, and Lupe's no fool you know that's what he's saying himself he's like saying you know, I've seen this happen I'm not going to be that way I want to speak from the conscience I want to take time with my album which is fair enough the only the only thing I have a problem with though is that he can't blame people about leaks and therefore ban mixtapes happening you know, because if that rumor happen regardless these days, you know, you, well, there's no way to prevent it. Exactly, leaks are going to happen, and aren't mixtapes, um, you know, born to be leaked? <laughs> you know, I, I thought <laughs> mixtapes were always there to be downloaded. Like that, that's supposed to be free promotional material. So yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, you give it to your fans, and then the fans, Chris, you know, give you a critique on the on your style and everything, and then you take that experience back to you, and then bring it when the mastered album comes out or whatever you know that's what i always thought mixtape was it was always just about testing yourself you know just messing around give something to the fans for free because they make you rich (laughs) eventually but um no uh, yeah that is just stupid just banning people getting angry at people for leaks and then not releasing mixtape i didn't i didn't know he cancelled the mixtape that was just sad because he made um Enemy of the State, a love story, whatever it's called. But um, it was okay. It was okay, but the tracks were kind of short in a sense because they were just um, raps over instrumentals as well. And it was it was very short. There's only about ten songs on there overall, and they're all like roughly an average of two minutes, two three minutes. Um, 
if I had to side with one of them, Prolific or Lupe, I, I would obviously go with Lupe Fiasco. I, I, I trust in what he does and what he says. You know, he wants to make real music. There is always belief in him to make real music. Fuck all the whole Illuminati talk. Like, just everyone just needs to shut up about that and just let the guy make his stuff happen. Because we love it at the end of the day. We're the ones buying the album, so we just complain over nothing, really. And, uh, yeah, Luca Fiasco, I think he can do really, really well. The album just needs to come out, and... But, sorry, prolific. He he is right saying that, you know, Lupe Fiasco shouldn't be an artist that needs a petition for. And whether that's the record label that needs to realize that or just Lupe Fiasco needs to, I don't know, change something. Not like, uh, you know, selling himself out or whatever, but I kind of get a feeling Lupe Fiasco has this weird personality thing going on where he is getting a little stingy, maybe. Uh, you know, there's like this vibe out of him from his tweets and stuff like that where, you know, fair enough, it's his music record. It's his life, really, whether he wants to release music, but... I mean, that could that could stem from, you know, um, issues with the label or whatever, you know, getting pressure from the record label. You know, maybe that's why he, he's got that kind of attitude. At the maybe. Point. But um, the thing I would say is, you know, there's a lot of artists you know that were mainstream that are going independent right now and you can actually make you know if, if you have a loyal fan base and Lupe Fiasco has one if you have you know a, a big fan base that's loyal to you and you go independent you can make a lot of money that way like you can make more money than you would on a label because you're getting more of the money for yourself instead of splitting the money with the, the label so I would recommend you know people like Big Boy and Lupe Fiasco who are getting pressured from their record labels to go independent and release something independently you know because I think it would work out better for them as long as they have a loyal fan base and they treat their fans right definitely I mean you don't want to be like everyone saying detox isn't ever going to come out from Dre or you know we talked about it um, a couple of days back or even yesterday Saigon where the hell did he disappear to you know yeah exactly like, the type of person that's got an album but doesn't really have an album <laughs> he's just saying it in his head or he's just letting his fans know that he's got something coming but it's been about what three years since the last i've heard of him <laughs> you know and you know lupe fiasco isn't that type of artist he was quoted you know by jay-z as the a breath of fresh air in hip-hop so all of a sudden now he is at that stage where you know he's just missing in action you know we've got all these people like Gucci Mane coming up who's absolutely shit Lil Wayne I've made my view on him pretty public Drake I think he's just an egotistical fuck you know and Lupe Fiasco he has um, these companies he's got Righteous Kung Fu he's got FNF that was his record label Fahrenheit 115 first and 15th whatever they're called um he had loads of artists there, and then, but they all just left. You know, Gemstones became a gospel artist. Uh, who else did he have? Jayla G, Jada G, um, Matthew Santos. It was only just left with Lupe Fiasco and Sarah Green, <laughs> just a part of FNF. So I don't know whether he stopped making uh, FNF or he still got it going on, but it's only two artists and. 
if he focused on that a bit more, if he focuses on just bringing in all these artists, new uh, foundations, and just you know uprise them, you know help himself out as well along helping out you know artists that want to get a rise in fame, well not fame, just get their music heard, whatever in general, then it would work both ways really for the music world and for his own self and for the people that are just joining up into the music business. Yeah. Exactly. That was a great way to summarize it right there. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um we're gonna get into some music right now, so um you know when after this song we're gonna get back to this discussion. We got an interesting discussion about Marvel versus DC coming up. <laughs> so check out this song by Joe Budden. Let's be 
bail money, let's court cases. More mile high, more vacations, more on my back rub, more on my feet massage. Hammy thinking she invented FaceTime, Steve Jobs. They can't stay afloat, they probably need a mention. We in two different boats, but yours need an engine. Nerve of you niggas, I earth you niggas. Took the Marina out, shorty, gave birth to you niggas. Dog, I hear everything you say. You Steve Irwin to an upset Stingray, a lighter to an upset Jean Grey. Now who's hotter? You not a true scholar, new product. A few dollars Niggas wanna get him with the chrome like Glocker And I'm waiting for him when they get home like Posada How they keep comparing a stove to Hell's Kitchen That just make him mad, real mad, Mel Gibson So deaf to all the bullshit, by any means kill them all Hanging from the ceiling using skinny jeans For aspiring rappers that wanna pop a can For the families of Sean Bell, Oscar Grant Nigga, your heat wave is almost up Playing for keepsake, you almost fluck So when you talk about Joe, when you're done being critical Say the painter was wild, but he made sure the portrait was original
Okay, we're back, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about Marvel versus DC movies right now. So uh, my thing is, you know, based on the past two years and you know the next two years, uh, I think the lineup for um, the DC movies is looking a lot better, you know, quality-wise compared to the Marvel movies. I mean, Marvel they have a lot more movies, you know, in the pipeline coming up, but you know, if if, if you base it on quality and not quantity i think dc is doing very well right now and even better than marvel um that might be because you know i love batman so you know i, I might be a bit biased in that respect but, <laughs> but you know I, I i honestly am looking forward to you know the dc side of things more than the marvel but um rams is a comic book genius so i'm gonna pass oh, over to him and <laughs> see what he thinks on this issue um, I don't know. Well, you wanted to talk about the past two years and then the looking forward to the next two years, didn't you? Yeah. Um, in Marvel, if you want to look at the live action movies that they made in the past two years, so from 2008 to 2010, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Punisher War Zone in 2008, uh, 2009 was Wolverine, X Men Origins, and Iron Man 2. In 2010, that was, sorry. Um, whereas for DC, DC had in 2009, no wait, 2008, sorry, The Dark Knight. 2009 was Watchmen, and then 2010 was the amazingly flopped Jonah Hex. <laughs> I don't even know how that flopped, but fair enough. Um, I kind of guess what you mean, like when you talk about you know quality over quantity, because the Dark Knight blew a lot of things away. In that sense, you know, the hearing of Heath Ledger's death. Um, but even if he's whether dead or alive, you know, he did an amazing performance as Joker. He made what a villain really should be all about. You know? Whereas, I don't know, Iron Man was great in 2008 as well. But um, comparing it to The Dark Knight, I think The Dark Knight pretty much took the superhero award <laughs> that year. It beat yeah. See, where I'm, where I'm coming from on this is, you know, um, The Dark Knight and The Watchmen, those were, like, to me, two very classic movies. Like, I mean, even taking away the whole superhero comic book aspect, like, th those were just great movies, you know? Like, they wasn't just great comic book movies they were great movies period and you know as far as the iron man one you know it was it was kind of your cliche superhero movie kind of thing i mean it was good don't get me wrong i enjoyed it it was good um i actually like it i, I definitely want to see the second one because i haven't seen it yet you know i enjoyed iron man yeah. but when i compare it to you know dark knight and the watchman you know i i think those were classic movies so yeah i mean i like dc kind of take a extra approach of trying to put that gritty realism into their movies whereas Iron Man, I mean not Iron Man Marvel in general, they stick to the comic book feel uh, you know, but they kind of put their own you know, twist into it when it comes to live action movies um, uh, I don't know what to say really <laughs> um, 
I was going to say about Watchmen, sorry, my bad. Uh, that was... You have to watch that with the right people, because obviously the big thing about Watchmen was it was a very much big dedication to the writer and the art director of the movie itself. But if you watch it with the wrong people, all they're going to say was that the movie tried too hard, uh, it tried to be really smart, it wasn't that great, blah blah blah. When you need to read the graphic novel in that sense for what yeah, exactly. Like, and, and it's worth I'm reading the graphic read. novel, and because it's a lot better than the movie itself, you get more out of the novel than you do out from the movie. But nonetheless, I really enjoyed watching it. I really liked it. Um, I, I love Zack Snyder's uh, direction when it comes to fight scenes. I think he's the best at it. I think when it comes to fight scenes. You just always got to have Zack Snyder. He can just do epic battle scenes so well. Hence why I'm looking forward to Sucker Punch, which comes out next year, March 25th, 2011. Watch the trailer on Epic Network. Yeah, that looks that looks very good as well. It does, it does. As really far good. as Watchmen, though, like I read the graphic novel after I saw the movie, and you know, like just reading the graphic novel made me appreciate the movie even more. You know, but I, I it the very first time I saw the movie, even though I hadn't read the graphic novel, just because I don't know, there was just something about it, you know, that made it different from other, you know, comic book or su- superhero type movies. Well, the one thing I like about Watchmen was that it's a different universe from Superman, Batman, and all that stuff. Like Owlman was that universe's version of Batman. <laughs> you know, it was it was cool. It was like seeing all these new superheroes. It was an interesting thing to it, like seeing a different side of DC, seeing a different universe that they portray. Um, it was very cool in that sense, like getting away from the typical Superman, Batman feel. So I, I enjoyed Watchmen for that, definitely. And I read the graphic novel before and after the movie, because I read the graphic novel way before the movie came out. And um, Afterwards, I watched it and read it again just to refresh my memory, like what wasn't in the movie. I wanted to see. It's yeah, a great change. They changed the, the whole ending, didn't they? Like, yeah, they changed it completely. <laughs> they changed it around. It was interesting. But um, no, I really, I, I liked Watchmen. Actually, I, I liked it a lot. I just hope they don't milk it with making a sequel. It. Just, yeah. I hate when they make sequels to things that don't need a sequel. It's yeah. Just really irritating when that happens. Like, uh, you know, there's the Wanted Two coming out, and they got all these actresses like other than Angelina Jolie who died in the first one. If anyone remembers, <laughs> um, got like Kristen Kristen Stewart, the girl from Twilight who can't act, to possibly be in the movie, which is absolutely stupid. But back to this anyway. Um, yeah, so I mean, as far as the the next two years, you know, the upcoming lineup for Marvel and DC, you know, what would you make of that? Like, which side are you leaning more towards? Marvel, <laughs> um, simply because DC only have two, two really strong ones: Green Lantern and Batman Three. <laughs> Whenever that's going to be named, it's still got an untitled name. Um, whereas Marvel have got Thor, Captain America the first Avenger, X-Men First Class, The Avengers, and Spider-Man all coming out. Um, And, uh, well, Kick-Ass is, I don't know, it's not exactly Marvel, is it? 
it's kind of an imprint icon thing. I don't know, but exclude that one. I'm, we're talking about the superheroes that we all know and stuff, which has been obvious with Thor, Captain America, X-Men First Class, Avengers, Avengers, which will feature Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Captain Nick Fury, Black Widow, Hawkeye, you know, all the things that you read in the comics and stuff. Oh, and, you know, what you believe and everything like that. So, Marvel for now is looking very, very strong <laughs> with its lineup for the next two years to come. Uh, I've I got a question as well. Um, I know they're trying to bring back Superman, but is there like a actual date of when they're trying to bring that out? No, <laughs> there's no date yet for the rebranding of Superman again, because they say they got um, Christopher Nolan, who directed yeah. um, The Dark Knight. They say they got him being the watchful eye, the hawk, on the Superman project. Um, but at the moment, they don't even have a director yet. Uh, so I think the crew of Christopher Nolan, his brother, and uh, David Goya, they'll be writing the script. And um, depending on who they get to direct from that point, like months after that, they will do the casting um, for a new Superman, Clark Kent, and new Lois Lane, so on and so forth. So there is no date for it yet. Um, but if they do uh, try and release that in 2012 as well, um, that just kind of gives an obvious idea that everyone's afraid to die <laughs> by 2012. <laughs> I don't know if it's just you. Like Everyone's just releasing everything by 2012. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like as if people are realizing the world might end like people are thinking the world will end on the 21st December 2012 mm. but who knows uh, 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 back to the thing though like Green Lantern um, that looks really good I like Green Lantern a lot I think it's gonna be um, quite top it's got a strong fan base and um, it did really well at Comic Con which just finished last week uh, we have to go there, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Like, <laughs> we have to go. Network, don't worry. You'll see us at some events. You'll see us covering some events very soon. So. I want to go Comic Con. Yeah, I mean, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> Hopefully, we can go next year. Yeah. So, just drag the coalition. Just put their name into it and say, like, yeah, we're a part of it, too. Well, <laughs> say that I'm a part of it because you're already with the coalition crew as it is. Uh... I, I'm just like the little ball boy, the little cameraman, <laughs> or something like that. But no, Green Lantern, I think it will do better than, um, I think it'll actually do better than Captain America, in all honesty. I think Thor will be a good film to watch. Captain America, on the other hand, I, I'm still a bit, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to think of Captain America, to be honest. I want it to be good, but I just felt they were really lazy when they picked Chris Evan as... Steve Rogers slash Captain America. I mean, it was it was a good choice. He is he's a good actor and everything. He's funny and all that stuff, and he's he's got the personality that can revolve around Steve Rogers. But he was Johnny <laughs> John Johnny Storm from um, Fantastic Four. Yeah, I just hope um they change the the um Captain America costume a little bit because he looked like a maintenance man or something. <laughs> With those ovals or whatever. 
Those overalls are really bothering you, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are, man. Well, he gets into combat mode. Um, apparently, the costume changes up a bit when he gets more into combat mode. Yeah. I, I don't know what difference it makes, but fair enough. Um, but no, I think I think all the movies will do well, but regardless to what will be better, I think because Marvel has a stronger lineup, a lot more hype is going to go into them, obviously. And um, at the moment, you know, two films announced for DC and Warner Brothers. It's a bit... Yeah, uh, I mean, I think DC do need to make more of an effort at the same time to, you know, establish their their superheroes and their comics, you know, on the big screen. Because Marvel have done a great job of doing that, you know, so... How long, how, I mean, there's the rumor of Wonder Woman is huge still to this day that's been going on for like seven years now <laughs> when the next Wonder Woman movie will be made um, so you know that's another hero and that's another problem with DC not a lot of people care about the superheroes <laughs> you just think the Justice League and you just remember those seven <laughs> and that's it and even then, you can't remember that one guy. I can't remember his name. The one that morphed around everywhere. Who always got beaten up. Yeah, that is true. Like, people know, people generally know a lot more of Marvel characters than they do the DC ones. So, I guess, yeah. you know, that, that's, that kind of comes into it a little bit as well. Yeah. Cool. But you know, Batman 3 is going to do really, really well. Uh, that, once that comes out, the, it's going to garner the same amount of people. Um, that, I think the more expectation there will be on whoever plays the villain, which hopefully that's been long rumored to be the Riddler and played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which will be amazing. I think he's a great actor. He's like one of my favorite actors and around the movie business in general. He's down to earth. He's a very good indie actor and. He's been in it all his life. He knows how to um, adapt to different situations. He was in Inception. If people have seen that, uh, you will know that's a good movie. I still need uh, to see that. I still need to see that as well. I am trying to see it hopefully this weekend or something like that. But it's it's good stuff, man. I mean, the, if the, if he's the Riddler, it just fits perfectly. You know, he can do that role so well. Um, Though, who would you see in, as a bad guy? Who would you want to see as the bad guy in the next Batman film? Um, I think the Riddler would be good as well. Like, you know, if, like if you're going, if you if they're carrying on with that whole dark thing, you know, that whole yeah. dark vibe. But I mean, there, there's a lot of other great villains though as well that we've never seen in a Batman film. Um, I mean, I I felt like um, oh crap, the phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to cover for me, man. Sorry. I'll cover. Yeah. I mean, um, let, let me think. You got people like the Mad Hatter. You got um the Red Hood. Uh, and people, you should check out Batman Under the Red Hood. That's an animated Batman movie. You know, it's very good. I just told Rams to check that out. So make sure you guys check it out as well. It's a great animated version of Batman. But yeah, uh, there there are. I mean, Killer Croc. Uh, I don't think he would be a good one for the movie, like a good villain for the movie. But you know, I'm just trying to, you know, <coughs> tell you guys different villains that we've never seen in a Batman film before. And there are 
a lot a lot of them you know that would be good for the movie I mean I heard that uh, they were thinking of carrying on the Joker in the movie but what I thought would be cool to happen was that um, Batman had a villain a certain villain which was near enough crazier than the Joker and then um, the only way Batman could figure out a way to defeat that villain was to go to the Joker who's in the mental asylum or something like that and then he would have it would have a brief cameo of the Joker uh, you know someone playing him I don't know some big star uh, apparently Joseph Gordon-Levitt was rumored to play the Joker as well who, uh, that's kind of a touchy subject though because a lot of people exactly, don't, don't yeah. want to see another Joker because you know Heath Ledger just killed that role like he just killed <laughs> it's, <so> <laughs> it's just you can't really no one wants to touch that role really at the end of the yeah. day it's a touchy subject as you say but um obviously with Christopher Nolan he likes going down that realism kind of route and I thought I thought about Slade being an interesting bad guy uh, but then you'd have as in like the whole terrorism storyline idea like he's just bombing places one after the other but that would have been again quite a a boring approach maybe I don't know I think they're gonna have more than one villain anyway like you know in the Dark Knight they had the Joker and then you know that led to Two-Face well, there's rumors everyone keeps saying like the Penguin and Catwoman and Clayface it's like no uh, I don't I don't want them to do that you know because that, <laughs> that reminds me of Batman Returns and you know I really, <laughs> really don't like that <laughs> Batman Returns oh dear I mean, I watched that again, and I was just like, why? And <laughs> how can people have liked this a lot more to the first Batman with uh, Keaton being the first Batman? It, it just didn't make sense. It was more comedy, if anything. Yeah. Turns. It was just more like a comedy movie to me. Just made me laugh. The only great thing about it was Christopher Walken was in it. It was amazing. Is that the one where the commissioner was Commissioner Gordon was black or something? No, no, he was white. <laughs> uh, he was black in one of the. Yeah, uh, because he was black in the first movie. He was Lando from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was in Batman. He was um, Harvey Dent in. Uh, he was Two Face basically in the first Batman film. Then in the second one, he turned into Mr. President and was a white guy. And then in the third one, he be- in Batman Forever, he became uh, Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> as Two Face. Weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't make sense. Yeah, that, I mean that's what I like about the new Batman films because they, you know, they they pay close attention to what goes on in the comic books, and I like that because it, it's like they're staying true to the story. You've got the comic book actually that um, the Dark Knight was based on, don't you? Yeah, Dark Victory. Yeah, how are they? They're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, uh, well, I think um, Batman Begins was based on Batman Year One, and I just read that yep. recently. Um, and that you know that that is very good. I recommend any comic book lover to to check that out. And um, Dark Victory is what the Dark Knight was based on, and you know that that's a really good one. It's real mafia orientated, like you know you, you see a lot of the um, what's their name, Falcone, is it? I think yeah. nah. the Falcone family or whatever. Like, there's a lot of you know crime bosses and stuff in there. Yeah. So 
that's definitely yeah. a, a good comic to check out as well. I mean, it's it's loosely the film is loosely based on it. Like it, it's yeah. not exactly the same, but you know, it's it is influenced by it. Yeah, you know, there's always going to be reference to Batman is comic book hero, isn't he? So yeah, references different comic styles and everything. I mean, there's one other bad guy I can't remember his name that was that was interestingly rumored as well. I think it's Black Skull. I can't remember. It's Batman's former friend or something like that. Well, Black Skull uh, would be a good one. Yeah, Black I mean that was a comic book as well, and um, one of the issues recently came out of the finale of that where Batman reveals who that guy was. I want to find out. <laughs> I want to know who it is. Uh, yeah. What what comic book series is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I need to check that out. It's quite recent though, and um, it's wicked artwork as well, and it's got an image of Batman holding up Black Skull in the air. And the the plot description says, you know, Batman finally reveals who the Black Skull is and who's it's been. Not, um, it's not R.I.P. Batman, is it? Like the one where he dies or something? No, it's not that. I don't think it's that. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I really can't. But uh, if you if you remember what it's called, then I'll find you... out, and then I'll <laughs> definitely about it but it looked really good and that's why he was rumored then that they could take that kind of yeah account. i mean the, the black skull was in the new animated movie i was telling you about under the red hood oh is he yeah so oh, interesting. that would definitely be interesting if they have him i mean i think they they definitely need to have someone um you know because like in in the I don't, I don't know too much about the black skull but in that animated movie he was like a mafia boss or something like that's how he operated like he's yeah. Apparently his backstory is is that he's like the former friend of Bruce Wayne, but you're not meant to know that or <laughs> something. I don't know because uh, it was he was in um, his description was in uh, Arkham Asylum. Um, you collect one of his details and then it re- it reads there saying you know he's Bruce Wayne's ex friend something like that. And I was like, all right, that's where he's from. <laughs> but no, all in all, Batman Three going to be really really good. It'll probably could demolish a lot of the other films again but i'm intrigued by the avengers i think that's gonna be it's crazy it's got this all-star casting going on there samuel jackson robert Downey. i think the avengers is gonna be great but um you know one of the i mean the reason i'm leaning towards dc is because i'm such a huge batman fan that i think i'm gonna enjoy that one movie more than any of the marvel movies so i guess that's why i'm siding with dc (laughs) at the same time I know the Avengers is going to be amazing, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I like superhero movies anyway. In general, I will watch anything in a go. I'm not exactly a huge superhero buff and know my knowledge or anything like that, but I know bits and bobs, and you know, I, I like my heroes, <laughs> my superheroes. I think the one I'm mainly waiting for is X Men First Class. Now, I think that's going to be really, really good. But it's uh, first class. That's where they go, like back to the roots, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the prequel, oh. I say. And if it takes the Brian Singer route, then um, so is yeah. it going to have Wolverine as well? No. Okay. But it shouldn't anyway. It shouldn't be like Wolverine, basically, when they had Cyclops for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was just. Oh, uh, what are they doing with Wolverine now? Are they making another? Uh, yeah, he's re- making another one, isn't he? He's basing it this time in his. Uh, adventures in Japan, uh, the samurai era when Wolverine went through that and stuff. 
So yeah. I think it's going to get to the point where they milk that whole Wolverine thing too much, and then you know <laughs> people are just going to not care about it no more. So I think they should kind of fall back from that. Well, it's it's Hugh Jackman. He's putting his own money into it. Really, at the end of the day, he's putting his own money and production into it. So you got to admire the guy's effort. Yeah, I do. Like, like he he's doing a, a good a great job as Wolverine. Yeah, I think that's why he took off so well because. He did. He played such a great Wolverine. You know. Yeah, he's Wolverine. a great Wolverine. The problem was that movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. It was no. It was okay, but the graphic effects were just. Oh man, it was terrible. It was yeah. like, who did he hire? Surely he had enough money to pay a bit more decent graphics and special effects and stuff like that. Surely. And the storyline was just silly as well, with the whole Deadpool and. You know, getting shot in the face as, as a way of losing his head memory and even, sorry. Um, yeah, Wolverine, uh, that'll come out soon as well. Next year, I think it's starting to film. Um, DC still have something up their sleeves, I guess. I mean, they still got Superman, as you mentioned earlier. Wonder Woman's a long, rumored listed thing. For that. DC, yeah, there's quality over quantity. I think DC's got good. Uh, a chance of being great films and I think at the end of the day Ryan Reynolds wins because he's Green Lantern and then he's Deadpool yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's on both sides of the field he will make his money he will laugh at us I'm actually surprised like Marvel let him do that like <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Marvel let him do that I think it was just some random contract thing that went down whilst he was he was supposed to be Green Lantern now he is Green Lantern, obviously, but he was just meant to be locked down as Green Lantern. But um, I don't know. I think there was like random contract delays, and then Ryan Reynolds, he he he's like really passionate about Deadpool, and I think he owns some right to it as well. And he wanted a Deadpool film being made, and so a Deadpool movie is going to happen. And the people over at DC and Warner Brothers were like, "What? Wait, wait you're going to be Green Lantern?" And he was like, oh, no, no, I will be Green Lantern as well. And he signed a contract. <laughs> so he's two superheroes in two different worlds, basically. You know what would make me love Marvel? If they did the whole Civil War storyline on screen. I, I would love that. Yeah, I think that would be a good storyline. Um, yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> could happen. That would be really good. It would be interesting to see that... Um, think because a lot of the characters from like Iron Man and Thor and all that stuff they're based obviously on the Ultimates um, storyline which then those type of characters go off into like Civil War so that'll be interesting that'll be really cool but I think for now like the Avengers comes up first and uh because not a lot of people might not know about the whole civil war, but they would love to see like superheroes fighting each other anyway. Yeah, exactly. That'll be interesting. That'll be a good topic. That'll be, yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah, and um, before we move on as well, like you know, going off with the whole superheroes fighting each other, um, I really think that DC need to, you know, hurry up and do a, a Superman versus Batman style film. Like that would be interesting, right there. But they've done animated movies. They've done the Public Enemies. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I still need to see that, but I think people want to see it on, you know, the big screen. They want to see. Want to see the live action? Yeah. Well, wasn't it supposed to be that Justice League movie as well? Yeah. That was meant to try and compete with the Avengers, and then about two weeks later, they were like, "Uh, yeah, it's not happening." See, what I, what I think they should do is they should make a, a Superman versus Batman film where you know they fight each other at first, but then they 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 join up, you know. And, and um, that will lead into the Justice League. Right? I think they should do something like that. That would be cool. But I think that that should come after Batman 3, though. And after the first Superman film. I don't think yeah. they do that anytime soon. See how it goes, really. It all depends on like um, the actors as well at the end of the day. I mean, you don't want anyone else playing Batman anymore. We yeah. liked, I like seeing Christian Bale as Batman. I think he's like perfect for it. I think... Um, I feel sorry for the Superman guy. What was his name? Brandon something? I can't even remember. Uh, I don't know. He was good. Though. He, I really liked him <laughs> Superman Return. I thought he was really, really good. Um, I don't even get why they're even remaking it, to be honest. Uh, Brandon Ruth. I was right. It was, uh, you know what I think it was? I think it's because... You know the new Batman series done so well that they want you know they want Superman to be like that, like because Superman's supposed to be their flagship superhero. So and, and right now it looks like Batman is. So I, I don't know what they were complaining about though. They got Brian Singer. They took him away from the X Men storyline, which then led to the third movie being made by Brett Ratner, who's like a shit director in all honesty. Fair enough, he done Rush Hour and stuff, but. Yeah, stick to Rush Hour and that's it. Don't fucking transform over to X-Men. Dick. Ruining the franchise. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of Rush Hour, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a new one soon because Chris Tucker owes like, how many, 11 million to, to the IRS. So <laughs> he's in trouble with his taxes, so I can see him doing a lot of movies now. He needs the money now. <laughs> how did he get like 11 million? What the hell did he do? Uh, this is from Not Pit. Like, apparently, since like 2001 or something, he hasn't paid the right amount of taxes that he made from his films or whatever. So. Why can't they just pay? <laughs> What's wrong with these people? <laughs> this keeps happening. It happened to <laughs> Wesley Snipes, now Chris Tucker. It's happening to musicians as well. It's like Fat Joe, Charmillionaire, Nas, Dre. <laughs> yeah. It's all crazy. What's going on? Why can't hey, they just pay your taxes, people? idiots that's what you gotta say <laughs> but yeah uh, moving on you know we, we don't want to take up too much of your time people so uh the next discussion we have before we go to the second song um we, we just wanted to like tell you guys what our most anticipated albums are for 2010 um so yeah rams did you have anything in mind um, i guess you could say like your top three most anticipated albums alright top three uh alright number three I would say Kanye West with his now untitled album <laughs> cause apparently as you posted just earlier today he said um he's changing the name isn't he yeah so it was good ass job but now it's nothing for now um I, I like the idea that he's releasing it on a certain day, though. I like that he's releasing it with Kid Cudi, Big Sean. Is it Consequence as well? I don't know. But he's making it the good 
day. Like his record label is Good Music Record Label. Um, they're all releasing on that. But other than that, it's Kanye's return. Um, it'll be interesting to see what route he's taken. Um, we've seen like the him a cappella uh, unreleased tracks. They sound alright. They sound humorous. It's all good. Um, so his album, I'd say number three. Number two, uh, Talib Kweli is apparently releasing an album, and he is one of what I consider a legend in hip hop world. I think anything by him is just absolutely amazing to listen to. Except he did get a lot of beef and heat over the track he made with Gucci Mane, which does sound shit. And again, you can listen to that on our website. Um, but hopefully, nonetheless, overall that album will turn out good, and he doesn't just go awkward like Common did with Universal Mind Control or just go beyond crazy and number one album if it freaking releases now rumoured for like August uh, Lupe Fiasco Lasers <laughs> um, I mean everyone's saying now because they wanted to try and avoid Eminem and Drake's sales going on which they knew would be big sales going on um, now they're saying an August release for that album plus with the petition it might actually happen but it might not but we'll see but those three they're mainly my three albums I would wait for this year okay <laughs> and um, mine uh, this is very difficult because a lot of the albums I was looking forward to this year are already out now <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I found difficult as well <laughs> I, I tried thinking of stuff and I've, those three artists came to mind really those first three artists yeah I mean there, there are you know there are a lot of albums I want to check out as well like uh, an honourable mention is Detox but I just don't believe that it's actually coming out this year but that's why I'm going to include it how, how long has Detox been rumoured? I mean like I've only... years now how many? probably like 10 years now or near 10 years really? probably like 9 years maybe Wow, jeez. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I thought it was only like one and a half year, and people were just already saying, "Oh, it's not coming out." <laughs> Ten years though. Yeah, like I mean, his, his um his last album was two thousand and one, which uh, which ironically came out in the year two thousand. I don't know why. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and ever since that came out, you know, people were talking about his next album being called Detox. Which would be his last album, you know, and this was, this was in like 2000 or 2001, people were talking about this, you know, so we've, we've literally been waiting like 10 years now. Fair enough. Cause I thought the name, it just kind of worked well with the years passed by, like Eminem made Recovery. Yeah. And Dre's making Detox. So it's like, ah, oh, they're both on a recovery thing going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Dre's, Dre's pretending to be younger now and more fresh with a detox and Eminem's just recovering with recovery uh, so I thought it was just like good timing <laughs> with the whole name and the album coming out but 10 years damn I did not expect that to happen yeah the years went by like super quick though yeah. and I, I actually can't believe it's been 10 years man wow <laughs> I feel really old right now but yeah we are old <laughs> You're just a few years older. <laughs> How old are you now, anyway? 22. 
Oh wow, okay. You're like twenty-five? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're older. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you was younger than that. I thought you was like twenty or something. No, I just have the powers to look younger. Um, so do I, man. Huh? So do I. People, people be thinking I, I look like sixteen or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get ID. Now, now you're just, now you're just hyping yourself up. You're just, you're just, you're just being unhappy right now. <laughs> Denial. Yeah. Oh man, I get I get ID'd everywhere I go, man. Trust me. <laughs> funny, the funniest thing is when they try and ID me in America, and they're just looking at my UK license, like all weird. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you about the time I got uh, ID'd for uh, Madagascar? Madagascar. <laughs> yeah, Madagascar's a U. I was eighteen <laughs> when I watched the film. Why? Why did they ID you? I don't know. The woman asked for my ID, and then she looked at me and went, um, "How old are you?" I was like, "18." I think she was mocking me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You're 18, and you're watching Madagascar. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> or maybe she was trying to hit on you, man. You never know. That would just be bizarre. <laughs> it's like that's the worst chat-up line in the world. So, how old are you? <laughs> 18. Can I have my Madagascar ticket, please? <laughs> Oh, random. Anyways, carry on with your most anticipated so, albums. Um, so this list, um, uh, I'm gonna get hated on for this one. Nicki Minaj, isn't it? <laughs> nah, okay, hear me out though. Um, <laughs> I was just waiting. I hate, I hate, like, there's a lot of artists I hate, but I like to, like, when, when they're very popular, I like to give them a chance and, you know, see why people like them. Like Drake, for example, I I always hated Drake, but people loved him, so I wanted to see why why they loved him. So I gave him a chance. His album came out. I listened to it. I thought it was trash. So I'm <laughs> done. But you, you know, Nicki Minaj, you know, I I just want to hear what it's gonna sound like. I want because she's saying that she's you know moving on from the whole um sexist kind of thing, the whole sex. Oh, yeah, she's she trying to be more mature. So I just I just want to see how it's gonna turn out. It's probably gonna be trash, to be honest, because <laughs> judging by a massive attack, which was complete garbage, you know, like. But I just want to hear what it, what it's gonna sound like. So that's why I'm I'm anticipating that one. I don't actually like her. I'm being dead serious. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and um, number two is Lloyd Banks. Um, there is no release date for this album. It was supposed to come out in the summer, and it's you know like the summer's kind of going away now, and it's still not out yet, and there's still no release date. But um, yeah, I definitely wanna wanna hear what it's gonna sound like, cause you know he had the smash hit Beamer Benz or Bentley, and you know he's one of those independent artists that I spoke about earlier. You know like he got dropped from Interscope. And he's now doing everything independently And for him to have a gold record You know, like he sold over 500,000 You know, copies of Beamer Benz or Bentley on iTunes You know, that's that's a big, big thing right there So I want to see what else he has to offer With his album And um, number one is Kanye West I definitely want to hear Well, it's not called Good Ass Job anymore but, you know, I want to hear his album, definitely, because I loved gra- Graduation. I didn't like A.O.H.s and Heartbreaks. No one liked I, I, I liked every other Kanye album, so. 
What do you think his album should be called? Um, I really don't know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think he should go with the whole school theme, like or the life theme. Cause yeah, because that, that's why that's why he went with good ass job, right? Because um, you know, he had graduation, and then you know, after over me phone ringing. Sorry. <laughs> you need to you need to plug out that phone, man. For but yeah, you know, he had um graduation. And then I guess 808 and heartbreaks, you know, I guess maybe after he graduated, he fell in love and got his heart broken or whatever. And then good ass job, you know. So it's kind of, that was kind of going on with the life theme. So I, I don't know what he's going to call it now. Maybe he can call it career or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the phone calls, by the way. It's just been happening like for the past couple of days. I don't know what's going on. What, are you getting prank phone calls? I don't know. I think I'm getting pranked by call centers. <laughs> like they just love calling our house. Maybe like, it's the the adoring fans from the Epic Network. Probably love your articles. All over from India and America. Just an American person picked up just now. I was like, who the heck is this? This is you. Um, but back to the whole thing. Career. I don't know. He got college dropout first. Late registration, graduation, ignore heartbreak for a while. I think his next album should be Homeless. <laughs> <laughs> the album after that is Got a Job. <laughs> and then the album after that is I'm Married. Album after that should be uh, I'm on Holiday. No, Honeymoon. <laughs> album after that, his eighth album. No, ninth album, if you include Heartbreak. Uh, can be getting old. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. his, his last album's gonna be called OAP, <laughs> Old Age Pension. <laughs> Retired. <laughs> oh no, all the songs on OAP is just gonna be him going, Yeah, I'm retired. I did it the best. In auto tune. <laughs> In auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> the day when it becomes so popular. <laughs> then he <laughs> it. Like, I made it popular. Damn. No, but um, it'll be a good album, nonetheless. I think it's kind of his return. He's done well with power, and um, he got a good reaction as well with the Facebook employees that he performed against. So it'll be interesting to see what he's got up now. Yeah. Uh, other honourable mentions are, of course, lasers. You know, I definitely need to hear that one as well. And common as well. I think common's return. Yeah this year as well and it's it's him going back to his old ways <laughs> as it should be really uh, is Nas coming out this year or uh, I think he's working on something but there's no official release date I know he's got something with Damien Marley or something like that I don't know if it's that, that already got released that already got released oh okay I'm behind on that then <laughs> Distant Relatives ah yes okay yeah now I remember I thought they were just working on that still my bad um, but yeah, whether Nas comes out this year or not, uh, he will be an honourable mention anyway. Um, who else? Who else? No one else. <laughs> oh, J. Cole. How can we forget? J. Cole. Oh, yeah, yeah, J. Cole. He's like the apparent future of hip hop now and keeps getting compared to Drake, apparently. I don't get why the comparison, but 
if we had to make a comparison, uh, J. Cole whips his ass easily, I think. No? What do you think? What would you say? Yeah, definitely. I I, I mean, I don't like Drake at all. So, <laughs> and J. Cole, he's, you know, he's shown some, some true talent. So, you know, I definitely, definitely got to go with J. Cole. Like, he's the better artist. People shouldn't, people shouldn't be comparing J. Cole to Drake. They should be comparing Drake to J. Cole. <laughs> J. Cole is the better artist. Fair enough. Yeah, but obviously because Drake's all mainstream humping and stuff like that. Uh, J. Cole will make himself known. I think he's going to do really, really well in the business. Um, whether he sells out is a question <laughs> still to ponder him. Because obviously everyone's saying Jay-Z, the whole masonry work masonry whatever the word is Illuminati work whatever um, and his record label's all the same J. Cole's signed with Rock Nation but he'll be the face of hip hop I think I think he can do some damage this year yeah I mean if you got Jay-Z behind you you can definitely you know go far I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> nah um, <laughs> that whole talk is just getting too much anyway but no, J. Cole, he will definitely do well this year. Um, Wiz Khalifa, he won that whole hottest. Yeah, I mean, he, he's good. Like, he's okay. He's something different, you know, something fresh. But, I mean, I don't know, man. There's, there's something about him. Like, I listened to his mixtape and he sounds exactly the same on every track. Like, I don't know. There's just something about him that, that, that makes me... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him a chance. I'm gonna give him another chance to impress me. But I, I definitely think he, he's got talent. It's just, you know, from what I heard of him, I wasn't that impressed. What yeah. you? What? What do I think? Yeah, like Wiz Khalifa. I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never heard of the dude. Um, yeah. I've heard good things, but I never really got round to him. I preferred him. Blue. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, I think he's alright I, I don't know if he's coming out this year though as well or anything like that Big Sean's another artist that's quite interesting as well um, he's signed with Kanye West so he's also coming out on 14th September on the good day along with Kid Cudi and Kanye West but um, yeah I think Big Sean can be okay I don't know OJ Da do you think he's good? Uh, I haven't really heard it much of his stuff, so I can't say. I can't comment. Yeah, I need better eye, to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> Jay, Jay Electronica. Do you think he's... Yeah, he's good. He's good. I like him. Is he a part of Bad Boy Records? Um... Because he's been hanging around with P. Diddy a lot. Yeah, he has, but I don't think he's signed <laughs> to him. I'm not sure. Well, in whatever case, that that whole partnership between them two ain't gonna last long <laughs> you could just see it happening I don't think it will be really well with him I don't know Jay Electronic is pretty good but uh, just don't stick around with P Diddy just don't <laughs> please yeah he ruins careers <laughs> don't let that man believe he's still young he's an old man just give him a Zimmer frame <laughs> the gift should do well alright well um, now we're gonna get into Ramses song his selection um this song is by j cole and it's called premeditated murder indeed so 
enjoy the track and you know when when we get back um we're just gonna we're just gonna you know give you guys some random thoughts and discussions and you know then we're gonna end off the show so we'll see you in a minute yeah hey Hey. Yeah, am I changing right before your eyes? <laughs> Becoming someone you don't recognize As if I was the skies I'm on that shit as if I was the flies I'm touching skies, no puffin' lies Many songs that I made in my bedroom and shit Gon' finally get a nigga leg room in the whip From a Civic to a 7 Must have died and went to heaven Like a passenger on 9-11 Please go find a reverend You see, I promised that I'd never change But that was way before I made the dough and met the game Say hello to Miss Thang, I forgot your name She yellow, and even white women want a nigga Othello, I'm ballin' with nuggets like fuck it, I'm Carmelo Now the crib got much rooms, portobello She drop it low and then she bust moves for the fellow I sit your ass down like you was playing a cello See, you niggas hate it and I levitated further Knew I would kill the game, premeditated murder So if it comes down, I made the best man win No sweat like a headband hey, Where I'm from, if you ever seen what I seen Hey, you know it can't get no better for me No, it can't get no better for me Where I'm from, if you ever seen what I seen Hey, you know it can't get no better for me I'ma kill the game and invite witnesses No death penalty, I'm giving life sentences Like keep grinding, boy, your life can change in one year And even when it's dark out, the sun is shining somewhere Yeah, look here, I pay dues My own worst enemy, so fuck it, either way I can't lose 808s on myself, niggas feel me Light skin it, so that house niggas feel me She catch me creeping out your house, she'll kill me Is it worth it for what's under that blouse? My heart'll turn pitch black and cold If I split with my girl, if I could get wrapped the globe i give you the world, but do you love me like you used to? Even though I ain't that nigga that you used to Yeah, remember back when I was broke, you would fix me Do you prefer the broke me or the rich me? The broke me couldn't buy your meals, not even a value meal Now I pay for everything, how you feel? Mixed feelings, cause now all the chicks feeling them You gotta adapt, though I'm never going hey, where back where I'm from If you ever seen what I seen Hey, you know it can't get no better for me No, it can't get no better for me Where I'm from If you ever seen what I seen Hey, you know it can't get no better for me No, it can't get no better for me
Okay, we're back. Um, thank you guys for listening to you know this first episode of this new podcast that we're doing. Um, I know a lot of you guys who are who are long time readers, you probably listen to the porn casts and stuff, you know, and I know a lot of you guys enjoyed that on the low. <laughs> and uh, you know, Ruthless Kid, he's a he's a interesting personality. So, you know, maybe he'll be on some future episodes or whatever, you know. But you know, for now it's just me and Rams. You know, yeah, down, hopefully, 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 I've been okay with people. This is like, this is actually, yeah, it's the proper first, first proper even uh, podcast because we were meant to do one ages back when Epic Network was just a blogging, not even a blogging site. What was it? A forum site. Yeah. And we were just doing stuff for the fun of it. I did one with you and um, my cousin at the time when we, when you were both doing the podcast with each other. Yeah. That was fun, but we're trying to take it to the next level now, really, aren't we? We're just we're literally having fun, but at the same time trying to get a recognition, which is quite cool. It's going well actually so far. I'm quite surprised and happy about the growth of Epic Network. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. And, and like I said, you know, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from the readers, and you know. All you guys that read our articles and whoever's listening to this podcast, I want you guys to get involved in discussions that we have, you know, like definitely. Because I'm feeling kind of lonely, man, on Epic Net, man. In Rams, uh, we, we feel kind of lonely. We want to hear from you guys. We get the we get the odd message from the random person here and there. And I think that's what gets us so happy and stuff. When we, when we read someone's name that's not really... A regular on Epic Network. And like, oh my god, he's commented on something. It's only like two words you lot say. So come on, <laughs> put an input on something, please. Make a combo happen. And and if you have any questions for us that you want us to, you know, answer on the podcast next week, you know, just um, send us an email to either Gary at theepicnetwork.com or yours is Ramiz, right? Or is it Rams? It's Ramiz. Uh, Ramiz at epicnetwork.com yeah it's the same as yours except just Ramiz okay yeah <laughs> and that's spelled R-A-M-E-E-Z just put it down in the uh, description bit yeah I will <laughs> okay so before we get out of here is there anything else you wanted to say to the people or any shout outs you wanted to give um nah not really <laughs> I'm good. I don't have any shout outs at the moment but uh just generally thanks for listening and we'll be how much we're gonna hopefully do this regularly aren't we weekly basis yeah uh and obviously with the events coming up that we're gonna try and get into yeah we're uh, definitely gonna have some um Eurogamer coverage and stuff you know like i mean it's gonna be coalition and epic Net. you know we're um, we're gonna be representing both sites there you know so yeah. look look for a lot of exclusive footage on both sites Who's coming on the coalition side? Um, I think Ruthless is gonna come, you know, because I need a camera guy, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I need someone, and he's good at doing interviews and stuff sometimes. So That's cool. probably bring him along, and maybe um Carl Daniel, who's um another another person on the UK team from Coalition. Fair enough. So perhaps he'll be there too. I mean, no promises. I don't know if they're going to be there, you know, for sure, for certain. But 
you know, th- those who those were the two guys uh, I went with last year. So Fair I assume enough. that they'll be there this time. Should be fun, nonetheless, and uh, we'll have obviously whatever we record, photos, uh, interviews, hopefully. Whatever happens at Eurogamer, we'll keep you updated with that, I guess. Yeah, and of course, you know, the Epic Net is, uh, you know, it's, it's all about entertainment overall, whether it's music, video games, or, you know, movies. So, I mean, if there's other events you guys would like to see us attend, you know, hit us up with a, with a suggestion. Or, like, tell us where you want us to go, you know, what events you want us to cover, you know, because we can do that sort of thing, so... Yeah, I was I was tempted to try and get us into like a UFC event. I was thinking we could try. <laughs> they film that in London. Yeah, oh. UFC. Uh, it happens in London now, and then. there's one happening this November, December, in um, London, Earl's Court. Yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> we should try out. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to get through press fast or whatever, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, and, and just to, to let you guys know how much we value you and value your opinion, you know, we, we want you to be a part of the developmental stages of this podcast by helping us come up with a permanent name. Because right now, you know, I'm just going to call this Epic Net Podcast One or something, you know, something boring like that. But I want you guys to give us some input. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thinking about names, and Rams is gonna be thinking about names. But if you guys have any suggestions on that as well, you know, we'd be very grateful. I, I had one, but um, it probably wouldn't work. Well, what's that? Black and brown. <laughs> that would be very interesting. Like. <laughs> brown podcast. Why are they black and brown? Well, one's black, one brown. <laughs> That's a very um, interesting name. It it's works. It. It's 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 a double B. Um, no, that sounds like brass size. My bad. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll think up of names eventually. Definitely. I forgot what I was going to say. Now <laughs> I had something in my mind that I wanted to mention. Oh yeah. Uh, if you are an artist or an upcoming artists that want to share your music out i think you know we're at the epic network we want to kind of help uh hype up different personalities different uh artists whether it's hip-hop grime um well they're the main ones we focus on isn't it uh grime and hip-hop or r&b if you and r&b you know i mean pretty much just in that urban category uh if you want to share your music with us send us an email of your download links uh, you know if you got the songs uploaded on soundcloud uh, give us an embed code we'll help promote you up whatever we'll just share your music and people can download from our site yeah, and also i'm gonna try and work on getting some more interviews and stuff as well with you know different artists so look out for that too good stuff but yeah uh that's pretty much all i have to say uh i think that's all that's all Rams has to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next week, probably. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, Definitely give us your feedback. And we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace.